Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. Roma, they drop a massive, massive opportunity to gain ground in the top four race as they draw one to one against Atalanta. Before we get into everything, thank you to all of our new patrons over at Patreon Robin Salomonson, Amar Katribegovic, and Bo. No surname. We're just going to use Bo. Bo and Robin and Ahmad. Thank you all for your support. It is immensely appreciated. Uh, if you would like to join them, patreon.com slash Roma Press and YouTube, like, subscribe, all of that fun stuff at IS Roma Press. I don't really okay, know. We have some leftover in- mugs, some leftover. Yeah, le- merchandise yeah. that we can offer to our yes, yes, patrons. Yeah, do it, do it so my wife doesn't leave me because slowly our, our, our flat is beginning to turn into a sweatshop with... Then show the mug. Say, go ahead, show the mug. Frame the mug. There this you go. may or may... Now, you could go <laughs> to the official Ice Roma store, okay? Yeah. Or... Or you yeah, could I think go they, through I think, John's assembly line of sixty-nine of, kids uh, of of uh, uh, poor uh, uh, Italian and Vietnamese factory workers in the home in- that I have now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Patreon.com/slash Roma Press. Uh, tonight there is no wine. Uh, there is not my usual Sangiovese. Uh, it is tears. There, there is tears in this mug because man i think this is the third or the fourth time this season where roma they have the late sunday evening match all eyes yeah the spotlight is on but coming into it before your foot even touches the ball yep you know both teams in front of you in the fight of top four Dropped points. You are also facing, you have three teams in front of you uh, for to get to fourth. Two of them dropped points, and one of them you are facing at home, which you have only lost at once. Yeah, I believe yeah. before tonight, two draws. It was six, two, and one for the overall record. So obviously you like the odds of Roma to, to win tonight. and <laughs> Against Atalanta? Good God. Yeah, it was an opportunity gone astray, fumbled, whichever word you prefer to use. By the way, an Atalanta that was missing their top scorer, who was setting the world aflame. I mean, he was fantastic this past month. He's gone. You have Skamaka, who came back one week ago from injury. So you 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 should be able to take care of this. I I can't come on here and pretend. Oh, Atalanta, they're a good team. Yeah, blah blah well, blah blah. Uh, mm, yeah. Well, but I mean, no, but I, guess, no, come on, Atalanta man. We can't have do that. Number. We can't do that. Win our, that. But Atalanta's had our number for the past what is it? Five years? I mean, have <laughs> but 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 they are missing. <laughs> They are missing their top scorer. They have no Taloy. He's out. I mean, you well, have I a mean, team that is down. We now, have, obviously, we have, Roma we do have, too. 
Roma do too. Gianluca no, Mancini no has had a pain in the balls for the past, I don't know how many months. He's had to play through it. Leandro Paredes yes. is is walking on, on one foot. Uh, Diego Llorente goes I, down with an injury. Paulo Dybala is getting knocked every every time he touches the ball. Uh there is well, let's talk about this first. Let's talk league. about the referee because because, because uh, you know <laughs> no, don't do it. Very, the... <laughs> no, come on, man. I, I have a very simple point of view, okay? Um I call I I, I v- if it is warranted, okay, I'm not one of these people. It's not black or white. You know, when it, when it comes to discussing the referee after a result, it is nuanced. If you go onto social media and, and you don't get a victory and you are mentioning the, the, the referee, you are viewed as a loser. And most of the time that is warranted. However, in this case, I don't think it is um, because Roma, the supporters, Jose Mourinho, the players, they have every single right tonight and we have the right to talk about what the fuck that was. Aureliano was disgraceful, horrible. Nothing new, literally. No, 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 <laughs> nothing no, new, no, and no, that's, no, the no, that's the worst thing. That's the worst thing. I just want to, you know, because the people will say that we have like specific agendas against referees, but it's a fact. That the, I mean, this weekend has had some horrible VAR calls in Serie A. Like, honestly, horrible. just like from an objective standpoint, it's it's quite disappointing to see the the refereeing situation in Italy just overall and you know the consequences the implications of it in the like tonight the referee was bad but if you ask me like it's do not I why feel... they lost it's no. not why they lost they, they lost i mean they drew, drew right so i'm sorry draw draw draw, draw. <laughs> not why they didn't win it, it, he is not why they didn't win no, absolutely. Uh, and listen, it, it, and listen, and listen, I can I can honestly say le, do you remember last year's uh, game at the Olympico against Atalanta? Now that one hurt. Do you remember yeah. the 1-0 one zero win? Zero, yes, Calvin. One shot on goal. <laughs> yes. With with yes. Dybala getting injured prior to, to, to kickoff. I mean that I remember, hurt. yes. Tonight Roma showed up. We can discuss superior. and debate the expectations, but they showed up. I mean, you had Dean Huizen, who just joined us on Saturday, this 18-year-old kid who had played 10 minutes in Serie A. He played an entire half. You know, people give us some problems with the, how young we look. Um, Huizen, man. 18 uh, years? I don't think so. 14, more oh, like... Oh. <laughs> I I I mean we talk of baby faces. You and I both have them. I, 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 he takes it to an extreme. I, the mere fact the guy had to even come on tonight, I think, really says a lot of the situation to begin with. That I, I mean, that in and of itself, it just tells to you what kind of emergency situation it is with Roma. But still, because I'm mad in in various respects tonight, I I'm. I'm very angry at the refereeing display. And again, I know most of the time when somebody mentions a referee, when you don't win, you want to call them a loser and you are right in doing so. But tonight, 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 nuance, we are going to use nuance. We have every right to complain of him because Aureliano, man. I mean, that that, that foul on Paulo Dybala just before halftime, that assault, assault 
I, I, the only thing missing from you, you could have taken that action, put it. Um, when was the the malice at the palace with the Pistons and the Indiana Pacers? What, what, what year was that? Two thousand and four, five, six. Something that like was that. Our, our test. Ron, our test still there. Yeah, so two thousand five. Something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That looked like it belonged in that game. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and by the way, not only are we talking of Aureliano not awarding a, a foul for that, he doesn't award any sort of a booking. I, I I have seen a lot of things go go unpunished, fouls missed. It happens, but in this this day and age, where even in this country we have twenty five cameras surrounding the pitch. For someone not to be screaming in the guy's ear, uh, yeah, he just committed assault on the guy over there. You can't miss that. And then the thing with, listen, I I understand Jose Mourinho. I I, I know I kiss the guy's guy's backside too much. I love the guy. I okay, guilty. That's fine. For him to how many how many red cards is that? How many times has he, has he been sent off this season? It seems every other game he is missing from the bench because no, this no, this year no, this year he's been good. This year he's he's received, I believe, maybe two. This may be his third. Last year, at this point in time, it was Last probably up to three. four or five. <laughs> it seems personal though, and, and nobody is ever going to mistake Aya for being a body uh, of uh, well balanced, competent individuals who probably don't hold grudges. This seems to be well beyond something that is fair. I mean, forget fairness. They are definitely targeting the guy, okay? And beyond that, to want an explanation, to seek an explanation from the refereeing, from the refereeing's assistant, for whoever it may be, they are all that when you have such egregious refereeing displays as tonight's. I just can't accept that this is supposed to be something we accept and is something that is supposed to be of a normal reality in football, particularly in this country that has been plagued by a, a, a controversial refereeing, uh, criminal refereeing at times. It's okay if somebody like Jose Mourinho wants an explanation. And if you do not satisfy his explanation or you are vague in your explanation, he has every right to complain. Because again, I, I look at some of the decisions of Aureliano tonight and I, for, for the life of me, I understand that referees are human and, and error is always going to play a part. Even if you have VAR, things are going to be missed and it is part of the sport. We have to accept it. What I can't accept is you, there was that video where Kolasinac doesn't he fight off like two or three? Mm, 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 I, I think it was when he was in London, yeah, when two or three people were trying to rob his his auto, uh, his auto, and he basically fought. It was off. I think him and Mezutosil, yeah. Yes, he 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 was more uh, ag aggressive in that action on Paulo Dybala than he was in that video, and to see the to see Aureliano just standing there. And nothing, no, nothing to happen. I, I just can't accept that. But at the end of the day, I am complaining of it. I know I sound like a loser right now. Uh, he is not the reason why Roma did not win. Uh, I mean, I am thinking of that first half alone, man. After that goal, it seemed like Roma had four, maybe five very clear-cut goal-scoring chances. That one of Dybala where Pellegrini just puts it on on... Not even a platter. It was as if he's sitting down 
in the chair and he served it to him on on his lap and he hand fed it to him personally to see him miss that one devastated me Romelu Lukaku he had chances on his own uh, so part of me says as difficult and as painful as this is to accept if Paulo Dybala Romelu Lukaku are the ones having their chances go astray Unfortunately, because this is Roma and there are no other alternatives to those two when it comes to quality or ability to find the back of the net, we just unfortunately have to live with it. We don't have to be happy about it. We can complain. We can we can moan. We can do whatever we want. We don't have to be happy with it, but we have to accept it. it Roma will only go as far as those two go. So if they miss chances, I hate to say it is what it is. But that is the reality. But it hurts way more tonight because, again, this has to be, I believe it is a third time. It, it potentially may be four. Where you come in tonight before you even kick the damn ball. You know that. All you have to do is worry of yourself. You don't have to worry about the others. You don't have to look at the scoreboard. You don't have to be watching on your on, on your phone. You don't have to be uh, looking at the alerts as to what other teams did against whom. You just have to take care of yourself. and. Uh, Again, 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 they they fumble this. It, I said this in my post-match reaction episode. It, it almost seems like that is a most teams would be would be able to play so free of that. Wow, we only have to worry of ourselves tonight. We don't have to be watching what the others are doing. If we just take care of uh, the 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 task at hand ourselves, we're this is great. We don't have to worry about anything else going on tonight, man. Again. Most teams would love to be in that position, but Roma, it seems like such a mental detriment to their psyche. I can't understand it. And it's so frustrating to see them screw up chance after chance early on in the season. And you have a chance at redemption once, twice, three times, now four. And each time you take the thing and you just drop it. I I don't understand it. And that that is the part that is the most upsetting to me because chances like that, when they come about, you you cannot afford to miss them, and they 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 have missed them every single time. Difficult to accept. Well, it's uh, it's obviously this is the history of the Roma. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's we've we've as I've said this many times. I mean, we're we're closing in on on six years of doing this podcast together, and I don't know how God, many times we've been in this same exact situation. Uh, over these last six years with regards to this game I think there is part of me that is as equally frustrated as you are because because it stings it always stings when you are served a chance and it's doable it's feasible because just like winning against Juve was feasible uh Winning against Atalanta, as you said in your opening, is feasible, uh, like it or not. Then, obviously, we take into account Roma's situation. Uh, Renato Sanchez is out. Chris Smalling is dead. Marash Kumbula is also <laughs> dead. You know, everybody, everybody yeah. that you you thought was was gonna bring, you know, Evan Dika is is gone. Hussein Wawar also gone. Everybody that you thought was going to come through in the moment of need, has vanished. Um, Mancini, as we said, is playing through an injury. Paredes also played through an injury today. 
Diego Llorente got hurt, was replaced by uh, a kid that played a total of 12 minutes in Serie A uh, up until yes. this point, signed with the club a few days ago, two days ago, had one training session with, uh, with Roma mm, and played uh, an entire second half for Roma in a match that was very difficult, certainly. So there's that. There are performances that you like, that you dislike. I think Zaleski, for example, it's ugh. Spinazzola, ugh, you know. Oh, Spinazzola was on. Spinazzola, Spinazzola, I don't know why. (laughs) What is he still doing? You know, like, it's, it's, and that's the problem is you go, you go into these games and, and by the way, compliments to his agent for dropping that thing of Manchester United. I don't know who put that out there. I forget who published it, but somebody dropped the story of that. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they published the story of uh, uh, Manchester United being very interested in Leonardo Spinazzola. Let me tell you where that came from. If you ever hear of me dating... And Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Yes, we know, John. It's not happening. It's it, 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 it. Just trust me. It wasn't coming from her people. It was, it was coming directly from my mouth. Just like that was coming directly from his agent. And for that to be published, man, very rarely will I get critical of uh, of a colleague. But man, you know that's coming right from the guy. <sighs> Manchester United, uh, free. Here you go. I, 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 I will. I will drive him to Fiumicino. I will take him by the hand and I will yeah. escort him. And, and, and the, the larger, the, the overarching theme of this is that exactly, you have these games where you need a difference maker. You know, like the player that comes on, like the typical Sardaras Moon, you know, <laughs> like what I mean is the typical player that will come off the bench, change the game, give you something and instead Roma are over these last few games they've been stuck aside from Sardaras Moon coming on against Cremonese recently again and sort of driving the whole team back into the match Roma have been stuck with these players that fail to deliver when it matters you know when 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 you really need a difference maker to come through so I can't sit here and pretend that I'm unhappy, genuinely unhappy with the performance. I think the performance was there. Uh, The performance, just like last year, when you lost against Atalanta in a match that made my blood boil, this one is, is tough because of the implications that it holds once again when you look at the table, when you look at what Napoli did, when you look at what Fiorentina did, when you look at what Bologna did, which is fail to collect points, Roma, it was there, yes, on a silver platter, but with a number of traps involved. And um, all in all, you know, it's 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 it stings, but I think in a different context. Um, as I as I mentioned before, there are performances that are frustrating because you expect more, you expect differently. I think, again, you're penalized time and time again. You're penalized by the situation with the fullbacks, with the wingbacks. Yes. In this system, they should be consistently delivering, and they're not. And then I see these videos that Roma release on their official website, on their social media. <laughs> they show me these perfect you were going to crosses. <laughs> the last one contained the perfect spot-on cross by Zaleski. And then you look at what he actually does in the game, 
where you need that output. And it's bad. It's bad to a point where it costs you. And it really does end up costing you. So I think tonight, overall, the larger picture is fine. But it you're let down by individual mistakes. And that's not the first time that we can say this about Roma. When they come out either empty-handed or like tonight, you know, sort of with a with a with a half smile half uh half uh, half grin you know uh half frown um sort of underwhelmed by what could have been but wasn't for sure but but as far as this thing goes i i don't know maybe it is just coincidence perhaps do you think there is something though like in their minds they have difficulty knowing that all they have to do is just, uh, you know, uh, cross the objective that is needed without completely tripping over themselves. I That's the thing I find most maddening, where I think of a team like Juventus. Tonight they go out and they just, they handle it. And knowing that you already have in hand the opportunity, it's like the cherry atop the Sunday. But for but them, it seems so difficult to get it, past yeah, that. It because, they, like because, the, because they built it, you know. It's it just it. They've had time to build it. They've the, the, this the, the fact that they play once a week is immensely positive for them. If you look at some of the interviews that Chesney has done, a guy who's been at Juve for a number of years, he's he's been saying left and right that it feels different, but it feels great to not have to play every once every three days you know and and that makes a difference with Roma I would argue that in the games against Napoli Juve and Atalanta you've played better than you've played in the first three months of the season honestly mm. in these big high caliber matches that we've had recently Roma have come out strong. The problem is they've been inconsistent in these performances and they've shown only bursts of energy. Whereas in this stretch of games, the only real acceptable thing is, or at least the the thing that is expected of you in order to come out with a result in your hands is to be consistently good for 90 minutes. That's something that Roma haven't been able to do. Tonight is the same thing. They show really good things. They play well. They get they get everything right, and then it just they switch off, and that's when the opponent hurts them, and that's been the case against Juve as well. You play well, you play well in a difficult stadium in a place that you've always had trouble dealing with, and overall, we can look back on those games and be like, okay, well, the performance was there, it's there, but not all the way, and and tonight was the same. Tonight you paid. You paid for those mistakes that could have been avoided, those mistakes that in the end prevent you from being up there where you want to be. It's 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 that simple. So overall, I'm if you ask me, are you satisfied with how Roma, you know, met the moment, went out in these last three games that are were really important, really difficult Serie A matches? I'm, you know. Given what I saw from this team in the opening to the season, I'm I'm really impressed that they had the energy, that they had the determination that they showed. But unfortunately, Basically, they've been let they down by themselves. Tonight, yeah. 
They've been let down. They've been they've let themselves down time and time again, just for the briefest of moments. It doesn't even have to. I don't even say, oh, you know, this match was unwatchable. No, these have been actually pretty good games from Roma's point of view. It's just they've they failed to put it all together, and and that hurts you. Yeah, I I don't really know what other way to interpret the match like tonight because. As far as the attacking display goes, you created more than enough opportunities to win. Defensively, I, I mean, beyond a couple of chances in the first half, there, to me, for for Atalanta to score that goal at that time, a huge kick to the balls, huge kick to the balls. Because I don't know if you. You mentioned the match last last season against Atalanta. That always seems to be how they score against Roma. Just one of these at the Olimpico, yes, in their own home. Yes. It goes the. I mean, in their own well, home. Yeah, yeah, at home, at home, they, 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 at they, the Olymp- they, at the Olimpico, I deal at the Olimpico. They just know how to read Roma and know when to take advantage of those little glimpses of of light, of daylight that Roma give them. I mean, last year, besides Scalvini's goal. There is not a single shot on goal that Atalanta take. They come out completely unscathed, completely relaxed. <laughs> Whereas Roma play the whole match, with the exception of that one single moment. And um, and 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 tonight is not the same. But if you concede after eight minutes, uh, chances are, if you're Roma and you're going up against a, a, a top four contender, chances are that you're not going to to come back, at least not this Roma. You're going to come back against Lecce, against Sassuolo, teams that struggle to maintain balance. But a team like Atalanta, they're so well coached, so well, you know, just they 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 have something. They've, they're like a well-oiled machine even when they struggle. Eventually they get back into place. Uh, you, you, will, you are never going to to really put them in a, in a tough spot. Roma did their best, but it just wasn't enough. Well, that's the thing, because I thought, listen, we all know what, what the recipe is when you face Atalanta. It has been the same. And anything, anytime you face a team of Giampiero, Gasperini, it's going to be all the same. They're going to press you. Physically, you are going to need to be at the top of your game. I thought tonight, physically, I thought they were really, really good. And in fact, I was incredibly impressed by how up for it they seemed, despite the fact that you have a, a, a makeshift defense. You have Paolo Dybala, who seems to be made of porcelain at times. Um, even he seemed to be up for it as far as being uh, unafraid of going into challenges, going into duels. He did not seem timid whatsoever. And again, they created more than enough to win. They created... Good goal-scoring opportunities. It was not as if they were hitting the post or they were shooting from 50 yards away. I mean, we we are talking of multiple actions that they created through their build-up play, through uh, tactically outmaneuvering Atalanta, and they just couldn't find the back of the net. So you almost have to take take this with a uh, the the perspective of okay, well. So be it. Kind of like what I said earlier. I mean, all of these chances fall to Dybala, Lukaku tonight. I mean, I think of even that one at the end. Now, 
only because it is a chance to dunk on Spinazzola. The pass that he did to Lukaku, uh, clearly Lukaku looked like he wanted to uh, turn into like Mark Henry from the WWE and grab Spinazzola by the neck and yeah. smash him through yes. the ground because that, yes. that pass was shit. Yes. That pass was so shit. It was behind him. Someone of his caliber, though, is able to do something with it. And then I think 90 seconds later, he had another opportunity on his right foot that they earned the corner from it. But yeah, again, absolutely. it was on his weaker foot. He should have done better. Listen, if it would be different if all of these chances were going to Pellegrini, Zalewski, Paolo Dybala, Romelu Lukaku. They had the bulk of the chances tonight. They didn't get them. Paolo Dybala takes a penalty. Beyond saying you just have to live with it, I don't really know what else we are no, supposed because, to do. Because again, That's... like overall, I mean, Bove, excellent match. Dybala, really yes. good, really engaged, lively, which, you know, with him this season, it's been on and off because he's, as you said, he's been so afraid and uh, and so inconsistent physically that it was nice to see him really flying tonight. Lukaku, also really well engaged. A lot of def- Atalanta defenders on him. He was able to handle his business. You can argue exactly again. Those. It, so, what we're talking about is just that <laughs> these these letdowns occur at the worst of times, and these letdowns are this more disappointing, more so because of how you failed to handle yourself in the past. Now. I don't want to talk about the past. I don't want to talk about what we we did to open the season. We all know that. Fine. We move on. Um, I think there is progress with Roma with regards to how... I mean, if you had asked me, as I would say in October, you know, what, would, what look at this stretch of games and imagine how the team will play, I would have said that we would have fa- first of all we would have failed to get any results out of these games and secondly i mm. would i would have said that the opponents would have overwhelmed us and that's not been the case it's not been the case roma have managed to 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 get into these games with the right mindset which is something that they haven't done a lot now they seem to be able to do it it's it's just that if you're not able to maintain that same same level of focus that that, that quality that you know you'll have for 90 minutes is going to be tricky when you're fighting for these top spots in uh, in the league table. And and we saw that. Um, we saw that tonight. We will have to see that against Lazio, against Milan. The encouraging thing is the performances have been there. The effort yes. has been there. The... the, the, the I, I think the, the overall quality of play has vastly improved compared to what we were being exposed to uh, a few months ago. So there is that. And then there is the opponent. 100%. You just mentioned it. If we want to move on now, just very quickly uh, to end this here on the Coppa Italia, I, I, I genuinely don't know what to expect from this. I, I you are facing a Lazio that, although the table says they are ahead of Roma, I, I do. I just think Roma has been better this season. Uh, um, 
how they pulled that one off against Udinese today was a mystery to me. Um, they're going to be shorthanded coming into this one. No uh, Immobile. Um, obviously, that hasn't uh, prevented them in the past from getting a result. But I, I can't sit here and pretend again that Roma should should not get the result, achieve progress in the Coppa Italia. I they should do it. They're probably I I haven't checked the odds, but I, I would like to imagine they are probably the favorites for this match. They, they can't let this one go astray. So just go out and do it. Go out and do it. Because you know what? If you drop this one before Milan, I I, I would not it'd be, trust. It'd be painful. It'd be painful. Yes. And, 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 and as always with the Derby, you have to go into these games knowing what it means to Lazio. Um, mm. If you have Maurizio Sarri after today's win over Udinese, and he's asked, is, is Coppa Italia an objective for Lazio? And he responds, <laughs> I'm not interested in Coppa Italia. I'm interested in the Derby. That says it all. That says it all. That says it yeah. all about the 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 atmosphere in, in Lazio's locker room. That says it all about the mentality, about their, uh, their process uh, of preparing for this game. So, as always... There has to be, please, there has to be that awareness. There has to be yes. that that thing of Roma finally le- learning their lessons because so many times the derby has been all about one team out-hustling the other team. And uh, at least in the Coppa Italia, it's it's been mostly going in Lazio's favor. Um, I think this moment sees both teams sort of you know, limp their way into this match. Um, Lazio missing Immobile, potentially missing Luis Alberto, maybe Zaccagni, who knows. Uh, Roma, we've said it, now we are looking at potentially losing Diego Llorente. So once again, you'll have to figure something out in the defense. Um, It's not easy, but it's not easy for a lot of teams. It's probably not easy for any team at this moment in time in the season. We see that. Um, so we'll have to make do. The The one thing that I don't want Roma to lose is this awareness that there has been some progress. The results may have not been all there. Uh, you may have dropped some precious points along the way in recent weeks, but there's been visible progress from the team, uh, obviously plagued by the infamous Roma inconsistency, which is not new. It's something that we are very familiar with. It's something that has been following this team for God knows how many years. And it's that one thing that prevents you from really contending with the teams that you want to contend with to begin with. So going into the Lazio match in the Coppa Italia, Derby della Capitale, always very difficult game, but I would say this is the closest that the teams have been to each other in terms of uh, their morale, their physical well-being. So um, I honestly don't see, I, I don't know what the odds are for this game. I don't know who who's favored. I would say probably nobody's favored uh, because, I mean, you know, Look at what look at the recent stretch of games. Lazio may have picked up some points. 
in, in, in recent weeks, but they're also full of question marks. They also aren't the stable version of Lazio that we saw uh, last season. And um, and Roma, we already said it. It's uh, it's it's they're slowly getting to where they want to be to really be taken seriously for top four. Um, but there's just something holding them back. Definitely, uh, obviously, we all would have wished they would be at this point a couple of months sooner. I suppose better late than never. I don't know. I, 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 there's no use in crying and moaning now because this is the most critical portion of the season and lingering too long and focusing too much on a negative result and negative moment is only going to be a detriment to you moving forward. So uh, we will be back after Coppa Italia, fingers crossed, and before the match against Milan. So we will chat with you in a few days until next time. Ciao. Ciao.